Have you been thinking about wanting to start your own podcast? When I was trying to get the Evan Witt show off the ground, trying to find where to go, I had a lot of questions and trying to figure it out. And Anchor was the place to go. Easy to start, easy to use, and it's free. And you can get your podcast heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other great places that people like to listen. The answer, again, is Anchor. And I love using Anchor as it's extremely easy and simple and free to use. If you want to join me with Anchor on your podcast, then go to anchor.fm slash start and join me and the diverse community of all the podcasters that Anchor has to offer. I enjoy and cannot wait to start hearing your first podcast. That's anchor.fm slash start. It is Saturday, January 26th, and this is the Evan Witt Podcast. I want to thank you all for listening to the show here and uh, hope you all enjoy it. And as always, the Evan Witt Podcast is brought to you by Coach Evan Fitness. Um, If you're looking to lose weight and get healthy in 2019, then let me help you. If you want to lose 10, 15, 20, 40, 80, whatever pounds this year and learn how to eat healthier, I'm here to help you. I've lost well over 100 pounds over the course of the past several years. And I have ways that can help you lose the weight and get healthier um, as well. So shoot me an email, CoachEvan66 at gmail.com. And lots to talk about here. So we have WWE Royal Rumble coming up. One of the biggest pay-per-views of the year for WWE to go along with SummerSlam, Survivor Series, and WrestleMania. A couple Packer things to hit on. Um... A Brewer, well, more where the Brewers play to hit on. And then the Milwaukee Bucks continuing to win, 36-12 and 12 coming into today. They won last night, 108-99. to 99, And they held the Charlotte Hornets to 12 points in the fourth quarter to overcome a, not only overcome a deficit, but to get the win. So... You have All-Star break coming up. The Bucks, as I said, are 35-12. and 12. And what is the ceiling on this Milwaukee Bucks team? That's the question. What is the ceiling? Um, how far can this Milwaukee Bucks team go? And I'm looking at the rest of the Eastern Conference. And... I see a very good opportunity for the Bucks to make a run deep in the playoffs. They're up one game over Toronto, who has it currently the two seed. Then you got the Indiana Pacers at the three seed, three games back. Philadelphia 76ers at the four seed, four games back. Boston, who is dangerous, they're a five seed, five and a half back. Then you got the Nets, six seed at nine and a half back. The Miami Heat, the seventh at twelve, and the Charlotte, the Charlotte Hornets at the eighth seed, twelve and a half games back. So right now, if the playoffs were to start today, the Bucks would play the Hornets, the Raptors would play the Heat, the Pacers would play the Nets, and the Seventy Sixers would play the Celtics in the opening round. Looking at the so far the playoff picture. I think the Milwaukee Bucks have a really good shot to get to the Eastern Conference Championship game. And beyond that, 
I think they got a pretty good shot too. You're likely going to probably play Toronto in the Eastern Conference Finals if you get that far. But don't don't overlook Boston yet. Boston's hot, won five in a row. They're starting to get hot. The 76ers, another talented team as well, is starting to get hot. So they could easily challenge for that one, two, or three seed with the Bucks, Raptors, and the Pacers. But I think the Bucks match up well against all the teams in the East. They've beaten Toronto twice already. Um, they've split against Philadelphia. I mean, against uh, the Celtics. I believe they they've won both times they played against the 76ers. Um, they are. I think they won twice and lost one against the Heat. And the Nets, I think they haven't lost yet against either. So the the Bucks definitely have a shot to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Now getting to the NBA Finals, potentially. Um, I I I like how they're playing right now. I like that they're relatively healthy. Um, I like that they're they look like a really deep and talented team. So yeah, they could get to the NBA Finals too. Um, NBA Finals, it's likely going to be the Warriors, and are they able to beat the Warriors in a best of seven? That's what I don't know if they're ready for yet. I think they could force the series to go seven, but I don't know if they can beat the Warriors in a best of seven series. I don't think anybody right now in the NBA can beat the Warriors. So the Bucks, best in the East. As I said, I think they have a good shot at getting to the Eastern Conference Finals as of right now, and I think they definitely could push into the NBA Finals. The only thing that's going to stop them is uh, probably um, health. If they stay healthy... I don't see anyone in the East stopping them. So what are your thoughts on the Milwaukee Bucks? How far can they go? Shoot me a tweet at Evan Witt Sports. Shoot me a tweet. You can always email CoachEvan66 at gmail.com as well. Let me know how far you think the Milwaukee Bucks will get in the, East, in the Eastern Conference. Are they NBA Finals bound? Are they one and done? Are they Eastern Conference Finals? And how far do they have to go for this season not to be a disappointment to you? So, quick moving on, Milwaukee Brewers. Milwaukee Brewers in the news this week. Um, they're in the news this week. This for the stadium, Miller Park. It came out this week that... As of 2021, Miller Coors is losing the naming rights for the Brewers. American Family Insurance will be replacing them with the naming rights. And that was a huge firestorm amongst Brewer fans. Lots of people pissed off that it's not going to be Miller Park anymore. Some of them even mad that they thought that the Brewers were changing their names too. I guess people just wanted to be mad, I guess. I don't know. But when you look at the Brewers, you look at Miller Park, you look at the changes that are going to take place, it's actually a good thing. Um, Miller Brewing Company didn't want it anymore. So American Family Insurance gets it. And we don't know what the new name is going to be yet. But the thing is, this is good for the Brewers. And it's good for the state of Wisconsin. Miller Coors is technically an Illinois company. American Family Insurance is a Wisconsin-based company. 
And that is a good thing to me. And who knows? American Family Insurance can easily keep it. <laughs> Miller Park. I don't know. They, they have that option. It's, they get to choose the name. And who knows where they're going to go with. Miller Park at American Family Insurance Field. I don't know. Or American Family Insurance Field at Miller Park. But who knows what they're going to change the name to. But I think people are getting crazy over much to do about nothing. And we're going to see and probably by the end of the year, what the name idea is probably going to be. And I think we're going to see that we were just blowing uh, this out way out of proportion. (laughs) Green Bay Packers. So, Packers coaching staff taking shape. Matt LaFleur, the head coach. Nathaniel Hackett, the offensive coordinator. And you have Mike Pettin as the defensive coordinator. The only thing the Packers need now is a wide receivers coach. They have the uh, the staff kind of put together, and it's a young staff. I think pretty much everybody is thirty, not between thirty four and thirty nine on the coaching staff. Or they need special teams coordinator too. But I think everybody is between thirty four and thirty nine on the coaching staff right now. For the, I should say on the offensive side of the ball for the Packers, the offense is young. And that could be a good thing. That could be a really good thing for the Packers. Um, it gets the it gets the uh, uh, the players and coaches are closer in age, and maybe they can relate a little bit better. And I do love the fact that Mike Pettin staying as the defensive coordinator. I think the defense made some strides in twenty eighteen, and I'm curious to see what they do in twenty nineteen. Now, what the Packers now need to do next is figure out what to do with the likes of Jimmy Graham, Nick Perry, Brian Bulaga, just to name a few. You also got Clay Matthews as a free agent. You have Randall Cobb as a free agent. Geronimo Allison, a restricted free agent. So you got to figure out what are you going to do next. And if I'm, and I've been on the fence about this because I talk about how. You may want to keep Jimmy Graham in Green Bay for the fact to have some stability at the tight end position. But the more I think about it, Jimmy Graham does not fit the prototypical tight end in the Packers offense. I mean, I'm sorry, in the Matt LaFleur offense. He doesn't fit. Uh, Matt LaFleur's style offense typically wants a tight end that's dual purpose. Tight end that can block and a tight end that can run. Jimmy Graham really can't do either. He can't block, and he really hasn't shown recently that he can run anymore. So, I think at this point, you've got to let Jimmy Graham go. If you want to keep a veteran body at the tight end position, I think Lance Kendricks is more that guy. Um, but you're going to save money. Um, there's, say, $5.3 million uh, on their salary cap, and then a dead cap of seven point three. They could cut him now and save that money and sign a couple other. Probably sign like two offensive linemen to to the to build up the depth. I think Nick Perry, you got to let go too. Nick Perry is often injured. Nick Perry is has a huge cap number, and Nick Perry hasn't really done anything since he signed that contract. And if you can get out of that contract now, 
get out of the contract. So Packers are paying him a ton of money to basically do nothing. You forget he's on the field half the time. So I think they need to let Jimmy Graham go. I think they need to let Nick Perry go. And Bulaga, for that cap number, unfortunately, they're kind of stuck with because you don't have anyone behind Bulaga that can come in and start play right tackle right now. Unless you cut him and bring somebody new in as a free agent, then you draft somebody as well. You're stuck with Brian Bulaga. But it's not a bad thing, per se, because when Brian Bulaga is healthy, he's one of the best tackles in the NFL when healthy. And that's the important thing because Brian Bulaga hasn't really been fully healthy in a while. But I think you have to keep Brian Bulaga until you get a new guy um, built up a little bit. So, now moving on, WWE Royal Rumble is Sunday, January 27th. Before I jump into that, just again, the Evan Witt Podcast is brought to you by Coach Evan Fitness. If you're looking to get well, get healthy, get fit, lose some weight, um, become the best you that you can be in 2019, then let me help you. Coach Evan 66 at gmail.com. Pretty stacked Royal Rumble card tomorrow. You got the Cruiserweight Championship and the United States Championship on the kickoff show. You got the Tag Team Champions for SmackDown uh, uh, up for grabs. The SmackDown Women's Championship up for grabs. The Raw Women's Championship up for grabs. WWE Championship up for grabs. The Universal Championship up for grabs. And then you got the traditional... Men's Royal Rumble match, and then the second women's Royal Rumble match. Last year, great event in Philadelphia. Asuka winning it all. Now she's defending the women's championship this year, and it's just it should be a great show. Um, early, uh, I don't know, came up for his late December, early January. I forget exactly when the McMahon showed up, and. I think it was December. And the McMahons were like, things are going to change around here. Things have gotten better. I'm, I'm still not sold because rather than being the off-camera influencers and having other guys be the on-camera guys like Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin and Daniel Bryan and Paige and uh, whoever else, um, they're now the on-camera authority figures again, which I, I don't really like. But things have gotten a little better as of now. We'll see how what happens at Royal Rumble. If they're still, give, quote, giving the fans what they want. So the Cruiserweight Championship kickoff show. It's bringing you the champion, Buddy Murphy, facing Kalisto, facing Akra Tauza, facing Hadio Atome, and... <clears throat> I think I think you keep the title on Buddy Murphy. Keep having keep having your cruiserweights chasing him. I think he's been a great champion and I think he's earned the right to state champion. And I think you I think Buddy Murphy gets the win. Like I said, I think you gotta keep the title on Buddy Murphy. United States Championship has the champion Rusev. Defending his title against last year's Royal Rumble winner, Shinsuke Nakamura. Who 
WWE up to this point has completely wasted Nakamura's talents. I think the, I think you have to keep the title on Rusev. He's one of your top baby faces right now in the mid carters. I think you got to keep the title on Rusev. Unfortunately, I think you pretty much end Nakamura of having any relevance anymore on SmackDown by having him drop uh, lose to Rusev. But you you kind of ruined his credibility anyways. Um, but I, I, I think you got to keep the title on Rusev. you got to keep Rusev's push going, and I think they will. It's just going to be unfortunate for Shinsuke Nakamura, who I love Shinsuke Nakamura, but I just I don't see him getting the victory, unfortunately. SmackDown Take Team Championships, you got The Bar versus Shane McMahon and The Miz. I got a bad feeling that The Miz and Shane McMahon, one of two things will happen. The bar retains due to The Miz or Shane McMahon turning on each other. Or they keep this Miz and Shane McMahon bromance going by having The Miz and Shane McMahon win the match. Only two options is going to go. There's been rumors of turning Shane McMahon heel. But The Miz is just a better natural heel. Might be better if The Miz turns on him. Then you can have a match in Elimination Chamber, The Miz versus Shane McMahon, which I think is the direction they're going to go into. Question is, who will be the face, who will be the heel? But I think The Bar will win due to The Miz and Shane McMahon, one of them turning on the other. That That's my thought there. Then you got the SmackDown Women's Championship. You have Asuka versus Becky Lynch. Um, Asuka will probably retain the title. They're going to have Asuka keep it. And the reasoning is likely going to be because of Ronda Rousey or Charlotte Flair interference. Costing Becky Lynch. They want to set up potentially a triple threat match at WrestleMania between Becky Lynch Ronda Rousey and Charlotte, or they want to set up the four, the four horse women match, and this is where I think they do it. Ronda Rousey or one of the other MMA four horse women screw Becky Lynch, and then um, one of the four horse four horse women from MMA screw Sasha Banks out of the title. I think they're going to have a four-on-four match at WrestleMania against the four-horse women of WWE versus the four-horse women of MMA. But Asuka and Rousey both retain. Sasha and Becky Lynch both look strong in the, in the, in the making, and we're going to set up Becky versus Sasha versus... I'm uh, sorry, Becky, Sasha, Bailey, and Charlotte versus Rousey and the rest of the MMA um, MMA Four Horsewomen. WWE Championship, Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. AJ Styles is getting his rematch after earning it in a Fatal Five way on uh, New Year's Day. And in this one, I think you have Daniel Bryan retaining. He's doing an okay job trying to be the heel. It's hard for fans not to cheer for him. 
But I think Daniel Bryan gets the victory. And then finally, before we get to the Royal Rumble matches, you have Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor. And it Brock Lesnar's going to win. Do I even need to go any further than that? Lesnar's winning. They're going to squash Balor, more than likely. And... You know, Baylor might get a few moves in here and there, but it's not going to be the Daniel Bryan-Brock Lesnar type match. It's going to be Brock Lesnar pretty much squashing Baylor, unfortunately. And Finn Balor's relevancy moving forward is probably going to be tarnished. The Women's World Royal Rumble match so far confirmed entrance. You got Natalia, you got Bailey, you got Ember Moon. You got Lacey Evans, Alexa Blitz, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan, Mickey James, Alicia Fox, Mandy Rose, Sonia Deville, Zienna Verga, Charlotte Flair, Naomi, Tamina, Peyton Wright, Roy, Billy Kay, Dana Brooke, Lana, Nia Jack, Nikki Cross, and Camilla. Those are the confirmed people so far. And. They could go one of many ways in this one. What I honestly could see them doing, Ember Moon, and that's going to be my prediction to win it, Ember Moon gets the victory, and she's going to challenge Asuka Asuka at WrestleMania, which is going to free up because you're going to have the MMA Four Horsewomen in this match too, and they're going to end up uh, getting Charlotte and Bayley out of the match, and now you're going to have it set up for the four on uh, the the four women, uh, eight women tag match. But Ember Moon will win the women's Royal Rumble. And the men's Royal Rumble confirmed. You got John Cena, Randy Orton, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Samoa Joe, Drew McIntyre, Kofi Kingston, Big E, Xavier Woods, Apollo Crews, Corbin. <coughs> Excuse me, Elias, Ginger Mahal, Jeff Hardy, Bobby Lashley, Titus O'Neil, Andre... Andre Drede, Rey Mysterio, Mustafa Ali, and R Truth. I think there's only gonna the only two guys that has the shot to win this. It's either gonna be Drew McIntyre or it's going to be Seth Rollins. And my money's on Seth Rollins, and he's gonna that's where that's where everything is looking like it's gonna go. Seth Rollins gets the win, and Seth Rollins beats Brock Lesnar at the uh, WrestleMania. So with that, I want to thank you all for listening to the Evan Witt Podcast. I appreciate the those that have listened. And for those that uh, want, you know that do listen, let me know what else you want to hear on the Evan Witt Podcast. You can twit, uh, tweet me at Evan Witt Sports. You can email me, CoachEvan66 at gmail.com. But until next time, which next time I hope to have uh, Jordan Reed recapping the Senior Bowl and talking about what moves the Packers uh, should make in the draft who they should target, uh, especially early on, to help get them back to the playoff picture. With that said, I will talk to you all later, and I hope you all have a great and safe weekend. And for those in the Midwest, try to stay warm, everybody.